0: Welcome to the Exodus Companies podcast. My name is Jared. I'm the CEO and founder of the Exodus Companies. This is a movement from culture to build community. It wasn't his first battle. In fact, by this point, he had been witness to intense combat for several months. The day of June 10th, 1966, he was shipped over to Vietnam. The stories say that war will change you, and by this point, he was already a radically changed man, no longer what many would consider a boy. He was at the young age of 19, witness to the horrendous slaughter and violence of combat By February, a new lieutenant was appointed to his unit. Fresh and ignorant of the circumstances and arrogant enough to claim expertise, this lieutenant made a poor decision that would forever change the landscape of this young man's life and would ultimately lead to the end of many others. Their mission was to traverse the thick jungles and rice paddies with the objective of setting up an ambush on a known VC stronghold. Their mission led them through an entire day. The time to set up base camp for the night drew ever closer. It had been protocol to set up camp after dark to throw off Vietnamese fighters who were spying in the jungles. The cover of Darkness afforded a sort of safety, although many times intense combat would break out even in the still of the Darkness. The move to set up Under Darkness gave a small glimmer of safety to the soldiers each and every night. Foregoing this protocol was wishing certain violence to descend upon themselves. The lieutenant made the call. They were to set up camp before Darkness fell. The unit was visibly distraught, full of anger, anxiety, fear, and dismay. They verbally fought with the lieutenant, but they were simply outranked. It was his call to make, and he made a horrible Call. Most of the soldiers dug their foxholes deep that night and threw their kit and rifles in and climbed into the closest glimmer of safety that they could find. They set trip mines around the perimeter that could be detonated remotely. One hint of VC fighters in this unit would light up the darkness like a fireworks show, bringing the wrath of fire onto the earth. They followed orders because their rank told them to. They followed command even when a poor decision was made. Rank can be a son of a gun, but he didn't dig a foxhole that night. He had been there already for eight months, give or take. He had seen this mistake made before, and he knew what this meant. He was certain that they would pay dearly for this disastrous miscalculation. Out of anger and frustration, he threw his pack and rifle on the ground. His body quickly slammed the earth like a ton of bricks. The frustration, the discouragement physically sickening him. How could he be so ignorant to risk our lives like this? He has no idea what he's doing. He's going to get us killed. He laid there behind his pack. His only false sense of cover and concealment waiting for the darkness, waiting for the inevitable, alone in his thoughts, his fears, and his discouragement. The night lay still, only to be abruptly shattered with the sound of clanging metal objects landing around the troops, and he knew immediately what this was. The first explosions detonated. Grenades, take cover. The second explosion, the third... Dust and debris and jungle vegetation started erupting, the sound of gunfire and yelling, the movement of feet in the jungle, the chants of soldiers closing in, the atmosphere heavy, the smell of accelerant and smokeless powder filling the air, the searing of bullets ripping apart vegetation, from all directions. The snap of rounds passing inches from flesh. The soldiers acted quickly. They grabbed their remote detonators, setting off the claymores like popcorn in a microwave oven. But something wasn't right. The shrapnel shredded through the shoulders who had detonated their claymores. The VC, they had turned the claymores to face the US soldiers under the cover. Of darkness, The spies had closed in, setting every single Claymore to detonate on the U.S. soldiers, and those who detonated their minds destroyed themselves. The consequence of the lieutenant's decision was measured in the blood of U.S. soldiers. In the foxhole next to him, he heard a metal clunk. Two men yelled, but the sounds were snuffed out by the rasp of a hand grenade detonating. The medic sprinted towards that foxhole and immediately turned away. They were gone. He locked eyes with the medic, who was running straight towards him, and in a dash of seconds, he heard a sound that made all the chaos and violence go silent. Time stood motionless. Clank, clank, clank. The medic locked into the noise and dove. Only feet away, the medic sacrificed his own life, jumping on a grenade to save him. A moment of bravery, excellence, and courage, unmatched commitment to brothers, And the medic lay there lifeless and he gasped as he realized what happened and the fighting eventually ends and daylight arrives the violence of the night is met with the breaking of dawn and in the light of morning they gathered the bodies and he was the only one who had not been shot that night he had not dug a foxhole he did not set a claymore that night a decision that most definitely spared his life had he detonated a mine he surely would have been killed or brutally wounded I teared up inside when I heard my grandfather share this story again, this Memorial Day. This is his story. I can't imagine the weight of that night and the nightmares he even still doesn't talk about to this day. My grandfather is a brave man. And I was raised in a small farming town. Cattle farms, dairy farms, and crop farmers abound. I was taught hard work and doing right and seeking justice. Much of our area could be considered conservative, not necessarily in the right versus left way the media likes to paint. I mean, it had a slower pace to it. Family units were traditional. It was expected to spend time with grandparents. And in my family, the family reunions were religiously adhered to. I experienced a tight-knit, close upbringing. My grandfather was a big part of my life growing up. And as I get older, I realize more and more how much of an impact he's had on me. I hope that I can exhibit that kind of bravery in times of chaos that he showed in that last battle. A thought dawned on me as I listened to him speak. He was one grenade away from the Exodus Company's never existing. I sat on that thought for the coming days. One grenade stood between my grandfather and my entire family. One moment and blip in time and everything that I'm building right now would never have come to be. What an intense thought. Decisions and circumstances decades before you existed paved the way for you to even be able to exist and how small I feel in the grand scheme of my existence and how blessed we are to have made it to our first breath. I explained in the first episode of this podcast that I feel that God has called me to lead this company into existence. I feel led and called to change culture, to leave a mark on the world around me. I feel called to guide my young men, my sons, into the world, ready to be brave, courageous warriors in times of need, a stronghold for everyone who experiences them. And how fast in history this idea, this fleeting thought, this mission could have been snuffed out. There certainly was a plan for my grandfather. He came to Raise three daughters who had their own children, and I'm one of them. My mission, had God intended for it, would have been over before it began. And I'm not alone. Think of all the ways your existence could have been snuffed out before you even began. How small my problems seem when I realize the fragile dance of life and the careful balance we all walk within. My perspective was shifted immediately, and I knew that I had to learn more. I started digging more and more into my personal family lineage from Germany to the US through the Civil War era up to World War II. Into the present, the stories of close calls, near misses, and tragedy, yet my life, my heartbeat, my DNA transcended through this. I believe we are all called to a mission. We are called to live a life of purpose, of dedication to impacting others around ourselves, yet we get captured in a reality we frame as secure and normal. We are so elegantly comfortable in this nation that we forget our very lives hanging in a careful balance of violence and peace and risk and safety. We build a false fortress around ourselves. We idolize safety and comfort, yet we are on a spinning rock flying through the universe that at any moment could be on a collision course to our demise. It makes me feel so small and it can be terrifying to accept, yet it is also inspiring and captivating. I've done nothing to deserve this life. I didn't choose to be born. In fact, the odds were stacked against me. Nothing in my power justifies my existence." My father and mother did nothing to deserve me making it into life. We are but a breath in forever, a small echo in a cavern, yet vital and important and called. I talked recently about how we prop up material possessions and create a false level of stress in our lives. We allow material things to dictate the outcomes of our days. We let petty nonsense direct our emotions and our actions. We act Recklessly. We take for granted the days that we have. We assume that tomorrow is coming, yet it is never guaranteed. Tomorrow may be the last, or it may be yet another chance, another moment to impact those around us daily. What is your mission? What is your calling? Your life navigated through purpose, a litany of disasters, violence. In danger. Your DNA has passed down through generations of brave souls before you. You are not a guarantee, and tomorrow is not guaranteed to you. I sit here just absolutely astounded by all of this. It's difficult for me to explain, and I hope that this podcast does some level of justice to this mindset. When I think of the fact that the cards are incredibly stacked against my existence, it reframes just how important my actions are today. If tomorrow will pass and I am no longer here, what legacy did I leave so far? And that terrifies me. I feel as though I have barely scratched the surface of what I'm called to be. What will my boys speak of me if I were to be gone tomorrow? Would they speak of bravery in times of struggle, or would I be simply forgotten? Would my name be spoken as encouragement to those coming after me? Would I be seen as a light in a dark world? Were my actions valuable or fraught with distraction? You see, I choose what I do with each day that I am given. I have the power to make decisions today to affect the outcomes of tomorrow. While tomorrow is never guaranteed, my lineage, my future grandchildren, and my sons and my daughter rely on me to pave a path for them, a guideline for them to set their bearings on. I've already been blessed with five sons and a daughter. We have already overcome stacked odds. Their very existence is proof of a plan in motion, and I better not waste this opportunity. How reckless of me to succumb to laziness and complacency. How careless of me when I allow myself to give into weakness, when I don't adhere to my mission. My future lineage depends on my actions today. Each day is an investment into their future. Sure, I cannot help when a proverbial hand grenade lands next to me and my card is called, but I am responsible for my days today. Wake up and understand the importance of your actions today. We sit idle, purposeless, full of despair. How weak are we? We groan about the weight of life and the trials we face. We lack wisdom to understand that this process is an opportunity at refinement. You are a work in the making, a calling of goodness and righteousness, of purpose and meaning, if only you choose to act accordingly. Your life as you know it was never a guarantee, and you owe it not only to yourself, but to your ancestors who came before you to do right with your life, to live as though today might be your last. You have an opportunity in this moment right here right now to decide will you pursue personal excellence will you do the hard actions daily will you chisel away at the weakness inside of yourself continually seeking improvement and your calling will you leave a legacy worth speaking of or you become worthy of being followed. No matter how small you feel that your circle is, you have a unique opportunity to affect change in the culture. Only you can do the work set before you, and we are here as a team and a company to encourage you along the way. Stay strong, brothers and sisters, because your life here is limited, but your mission and your duty to pursue excellence and impact calls you. I want to dedicate this particular episode of our podcast to my grandfather, Claire Bard, a man who fought for our country, who sacrificed immensely, and at the age of 19 was forced to witness brutal combat and death. Scars that he carries to this day, nearly 60 years later. And I'm proud of my grandfather. I'm proud of who he has become. Along his journey, he became a Christian and I saw firsthand a radical transformation in his life when he returned from Vietnam he was greeted with people cursing at him throwing eggs at him defiling his character and spitting on him as he got off of the plane in the United States one day he's in intense combat and the next He's home, left alone to deal with a thankless nation and a darkness that he carried daily. But he overcame and he continues to overcome. His story encourages me to fight through the darkness, to stand by my family, to do the hard things Daily. He wasn't and isn't a perfect man, and neither am I. But he's one that I look up to, and I'm thankful that he has been so prevalent in my life and the lives of my children. This episode has me currently on the hunt to track more of my lineage down. I'm fortunate enough to have a massive book that my family has kept that tracks my lineage back to the days when my bloodline first set foot in the U.S but I'm digging deeper. And I'll fill you all in on what I find, and I encourage you all as well to look into your past to find a clearer purpose for your future. If you wanna support what we do at the Exodus Companies, the thing that I'm gonna ask you to do is simply share this episode. That is the best way to say thank you to us if you like what we're doing, if you see value in what we're doing. It's a perfect way to spread the message because ultimately this is a grassroots movement that is only going to grow when you guys speak the message to the culture as well. And overall, I hope that this podcast encourages you guys to be confident enough to pursue your own mission in impacting the culture around you and also encourages you and teaches you that you have more of a capability of impact than you could ever understand or even comprehend And it's our job as men, especially in this world, to be a leading example inside of our communities so that we can create the culture that we know that we need to see. Now, if you're blessed even more and you have some expendable income, aside from just telling people about the podcast. One other great way that you could help us out is by purchasing some of the apparel. So I've got our Exodus hoodie on right here. If you're listening, you can't see it. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see it. This is just a simple graphic that represents the Exodus companies. We have our seven Fs hoodie as well and t-shirts as well as our Vision hoodie and t-shirt, which all speak to the message of the exodus companies pursuing the truths of culture so that we can impact the world around us and ultimately make the world around us better so if you're blessed enough to do so consider purchasing some apparel on our website we'll ship it right to your door this stuff is not drop shipped it's stocked inside of our warehouse our team of american employees is going to pack it ship it right to your door and then when you're out and about in public wear it proudly we designed these Pieces of apparel to speak to culture without being abrasive. And I think that that's key. When you are out and about, you will find that people are going to ask you, What's up with the Exodus companies? Guys, we appreciate you. I appreciate you for always tuning into this podcast. I appreciate you for the support. And I'm honored to be a part of this mission with all of you.